Okay, so I haven't figured out a format yet, which I think, you know, it's not important, you know? This is just about me talking to myself in my room, hating the sound of my own voice and not thinking I'm funny in any way, and then sending it to Emma and waiting to see what her mum says back. <laughs> and I think that's what podcasts are all about. It's... Did Lynn like it? And if so, continue on. So here we are, shot in the dark. Hope you like it, Lynn. Anyway, um, so no format. Um, I'm thinking I might try, I might try like a, a two truths, one lie kind of a thing because I think mentally I'm I'm nine years old at a sleepover, um, full of people who want to stay up late. I'm so so tired and I want to fall asleep, so I'm just I'm just throwing out a few zingers. And hoping that'll chill them out. And it never does. Enjoy that ASMR of me swallowing water. Mm. Okay, anyway. Um, so I'm thinking two truths and one lie. Um, and like, I tried writing down a few things that have happened, like, to me in my lifetime. And if you actually write down every single disaster that has ever happened to you uh, because of your own actions... I think it really humbles you. <laughs> it really humbles you. Um, there, there have been many moments in my life where I've just had like, <laughs> I've just done the stupidest things. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god, I'm laughing already. Also, the only reason I'm doing this, there's two reasons: a, so that Emma's mom likes me, and b, because I make myself laugh and like I'm bored. I'm bored as. I've, I'm bored as I've, the most bored I've ever been in my life. I think we're all a bit bored. If you're listening to this, then there's no way you're not bored. And that's all I'll say. Um, oh, yeah. So I was like writing down things that have happened to me during my life. And like, <clears throat> there are a few, there's a few things that I continue to do regularly that have been, that I've been told like, oh, sorry, I'm yelling into the microphone. That like I've been told make me kind of a human disaster. So maybe that's what I'll call the podcast. Like Sirish McGarry, comma, a human disaster. <laughs> no. No, no. That that's kind of like that's almost like a new genre of movie, I think, is like really like cool, funny women who are like human disasters and then like they fall in love with a guy and then they become like less of a disaster. Not sure where I'm going with that, but um any any fellas out there? <laughs> any fellas out there who want to help me clean up my act? Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, so I was thinking I could do two two truths and one lie. I think I said that maybe eight times already, and then I can also do like a segment where I debunk some popular conspiracy theories, um, and this is inspired by a college elective that I did recently um one of the tutors in my college had like an elective called advanced stupidology I'm not going to give him credit for this idea but I'm going to tell you all that I ripped it straight out of straight out of the college year um where we had to kind of like make fun of conspiracy theories and I think my approach is I'm not going to give it away I'm not going to give it away but just rest assured that I'm crazier than anyone anyone out there who's typing up online that the earth is flat and then the moon landing was a hoax. I'm, I am more crazy than them. 
and I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, not sure I'm going with that. <laughs> anyway, we move. Also, something that I keep, I, I listen to four podcasts, okay, on and off, love-hate relationship with podcasts in that um, when I'm in Dublin, I love to listen to them when I'm like on the bus, you know, you've got your headphones on, you're on the bus on your own. I don't think I had to say, you know, when you're lonely in Dublin, <laughs> you're on the bus and you're like listening to a podcast and you're like, you know, mysterious girl, like, what is she listening to? I wonder what she's listening to. I bet it's educational. I bet it's really interesting. I bet it's about art, but it's about culture or science. No. I listen to well actually to be fair I listen to the blind boy I listen to the blind boy podcast which is beautiful phenomenal I love you blind boy if you're listening to this I love you anyway um and I listen to a British podcast called Off Menu with James Acaster and Ed Gamble um and that one's about food and I can't remember why I started listening to it because I don't care about food at all (laughs) I don't well I mean like you know if you're gonna give me food I'll eat it but like I don't I don't make food well um I am gonna have a recipe section at the end of the (laughs) very end I think I want to do like a recipe section and maybe I'm thinking about reading out like poetry that I used to make when I was like 13 and full of rage (laughs) full of rage the rage hasn't gone anywhere but I know how to bottle it up better now so anyway um off menu blind boy podcast jrvp i can't even talk about this one uh basically i started listening to that because this is like an american podcast where i think initially it was two guys talking about american football who gives a fuck about american football anyway not me why am i listening to it because one of the guys in it is handsome it's a podcast sirsha it's a oh my god anyway anyway right this is the logic one of the guys is a comedian and his comedy is really good but like again that's not that's not the reason why I'm (laughs) not the reason why I listen to this fucking podcast weekly it's because he's handsome anyway um Anthony Jeselnik if you are listening I love you (laughs) oh anyway oh my god this is a this is a disaster guys if anyone is still listening I owe you at least a fiver. Anyone still listening, text me. I'll give you a fiver. You, you've earned it. This is work. Um, and then, so I want to do like, I've lost my train. Oh, I've lost my train of thought completely. I've lost it completely. It's gone. But I was talking about podcasts that I listen to. Anyway, so I don't know anything about them. Oh my God, I'm here. I know what I'm talking about. All of these podcasts have like a bit of music in them right like like they all have kind of well Bl- I don't think Blind Boy has like a kind of a theme tune but I think the rest of them oh the fourth one did I say four I th- <laughs> oh, oh my god this is actually what it's like being inside my head all the time the fourth podcast is one called Smartless again it's American it's um it's um Jason Bateman and Will Arnett and then a third guy I've never, never heard of ever in my life. Um, but they're all equally funny. And they just talk to very famous people in LA. And it's usually a good laugh. Anyway, now that I've given you four 
exponentially better podcast to listen to. Let's dive right into mine. Oh no, I was making a point. The point is they all have music in them. And like, I don't understand how anything works in life in general, but especially when it comes to like licensing and copyright and stuff. So like, I think they bought the rights to the music or they're using music that's like up for free or something, but I don't know where to find that. And I'm not going to look. So I'm going to make my own right I'm gonna make my own theme tune but I think what really makes me laugh is I don't know if any of you guys ever used to watch Hannah Montana and like I think she's the only show that does it and by she I do mean Hannah Montana um and like in between like in between scenes there'd be these sound bites where she just sings something like there's no words it's just her saying like ooh yeah out of nowhere I don't know if other shows do this I don't know if any other shows do this they probably do but it just makes me laugh so much it just makes me laugh so much because it's like a conversation with Miley and her dad in the house and then they want to cut to a scene on the beach and it's like ooh, ooh yeah uh, 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 oh. like for no reason and it just makes me laugh so much because it's so it's so like out of the blue but you're used to it because you watch it when you're six and it's like, yeah, this is how I start like a new scene. Well, if you're six and thinking about running a TV show. Um, so I think I'm going to try and do that. But like, I'm not going to do the Mighty Cyrus ones because I like, I don't want Disney to like assume me into oblivion. Um, like I do know a few people doing law in UCC. So Disney, if you want to try, if you want to try and sue me into oblivion, you can you can take a swing okay but I know there's at least one person doing law in UCC who will help me out and that's a double pussy dare Disney come at me just try just try Neve McCarthy if you're listening to this I may require your legal services (laughs) anyway um so yeah I'm gonna try and do some some little like sound bites of me making music but it's all gonna be really bad Hard to imagine that I could create anything bad because you're maybe seven minutes deep into the worst monologue of all time. But anyway, we move. We move. Okay. So, um, full disclosure, I haven't come up with... Uh, you know, okay, I'll leave that as a surprise at the end. Okay, I'll leave that as a surprise. So, the two truths, one lie. Seeing as we're talking about Hannah Montana... Okay, this is not going to become a Hannah Montana podcast, although I easily could do that. I was obsessed with that show when I was younger. Anyway. A bit of water there, yum. Um, anyway, yeah, the, um, so here we go into the two truths, one lie. This is the first story and I think I'm going to reveal like on the next podcast, which was the lie just so that there's like a little bit of suspense um for Emma and her mum the only listeners and uh, Emma no cheating you can't ask me I won't tell you okay okay we're good so the first one story number story number one is I used to think that Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus were the same person okay let that sit with you for a minute because I watched this show for maybe five years maybe five years she was a huge part of our lives our my sister and I my sister Kira's a year younger than me and we were obsessed with Hannah Montana we thought she was the coolest woman alive 
Her show was so funny, even though it's kind of not. And her songs were unreal. And I stand by that. I stand by that. Her, Her songs were unreal. I got the Hannah Montana Nintendo game for my Nintendo DS. In like... <laughs> in like 2009. So anyone out there who's saying I'm not a gamer girl, um, check yourself, okay? Because I used to go walking around fucking Tennessee in this in this Nintendo game. I used to change change out of my boots and get up on that stage. I don't know why I'm doing this voice. Get up on the stage and perform. Get the best of both worlds. Play a little guitar. Sing a little bit. Walk around the farm. It was absolutely buck wild. Can't emphasize how much we loved Hannah Montana. And for a period of time, I was truly invested in the idea that they were different people. Even though the whole premise of the show is that it's the same girl. I think the theme tune is about how she's the same... <laughs> the theme tune is about how she's the same person. And... um. I I was with it. I was with, I understood that until w- there was one episode where I was watching like she like takes a date like she goes out with this boy. Miley goes out with this boy. Miley goes out with this boy who wants to take her to a Hannah Montana gig and she's like, "Oh, that's obviously not going to work for me." But she goes anyway. I'm not sure why. And um, I'm not even, uh, hang on, I'm not even sure why he would, like, like, she couldn't have been a fan of Hannah Montana in Hannah Montana, surely, because that would be insane. That would be insane for her to, like, associate herself with Hannah Montana because they already have the same face and voice and personality. So why would he bring her to a Hannah Montana concert? Like, was he the Hannah Montana fan? Anyway... Anyway, um, not me trying, to, not me trying to poke holes in the, in the logic of a show for ten year olds. And um, anyway, okay, so they go to this concert, and um, the oh, I lost my train of thought again. Oh yeah, so Hannah's on stage performing, and she's watch, she's looking at her man in in the crowd, who she has just left, to quickly get changed and perform. But I was like, I don't see that. I don't. I didn't see it. I, I, I don't know what didn't click. I thought the stage looked different. I thought they were different gigs or something. And I also thought it was in like just improbable that she'd be able to make it. And I was like, so obviously these are two different concerts happening at the same time. Don't fault the logic. I was young and I have and always have been a little bit, a little bit dense. So like in like my reasoning was there's no way that happened and like I'm not wrong I'm not wrong it it didn't happen it's fake it's a show but still still I had a bet with my sister I think there was like a Mars bar I think those were the stakes I think we bet a Mars bar and we went to dad who at the time knew everything and he was like okay place your like is he was just looking at me like seriously I thought you were meant to be fucking clever and he was just like, okay, so yes, Kira's right. Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus are the same person. Um, and I don't think I've ever lived it down. I don't think my family has ever fully like regained any kind of... I just don't think they believe in me. I don't think they think that I'm capable of doing like anything very clever. B- 
because at one point in time I was watching a show where one girl was pretending to be two people and I believed that she was two people so that's story one story two is um that a girl I hadn't talked to in maybe four years um as soon as she as soon as she saw me came up to me and spoke to me about my recent thirst tweets about Roderick <laughs> for God's sake about Roderick Affley um okay so I'll get into this so I was I was a bit tipsy I was watching for those of you who don't know there's a, a series of books called Diary of a Wimpy Kid why is there's a theme here and it's that I'm 10 years old Diary of a Wimpy Kid books they were all the rage in like 2011 2012 I think they're still they made a few movies throughout the 20 teens is that what that decade's called 2010s I don't know it doesn't matter so they made a few movies whatever but the actor that they cast to be the protagonist's older brother is like very handsome like objectively he's a handsome boy he's meant he's playing this character who's like a a guy in a band and he's like really horrible and kind of frightening that's how you would see it if you were the age of the protagonist which is like 11 or 12 so we're watching this movie as adults myself my friend Megan um Neve McCarthy doing law in UCC and Kira, my sister I, I don't know if I should really be naming people it doesn't matter okay so we're watching Diary of a Wimpy Kid Roderick Rules as the title suggests his character is in it a lot we are maybe drunk I'm like we're all talking about how handsome Roderick is that's why we're watching the movie if it wasn't obvious and then immediately I'm like I should make some tweets about this because I think that's the only way I can express myself anymore is just go online and see if anyone cares the answer is no or that's what I thought um so I made the most outrageous tweets ever just to make like my friends laugh and most most importantly me hang on I'll actually get them up now um because like they're outrageous there's kind of a trend of like saying outrageous things on twitter um you know kind of just to be funny and it's been going on I think since twitter was invented um and like a few celebrities have like gone on to buzzfeed videos or whatever like these things called thirst tweets which is just where you say something outrageous about someone that you find attractive actually horrible when you think about it because celebrities are just people guys and it's actually very inappropriate but you know in the moment it's funny and it's still funny now by the way it is still funny now because that guy's never gonna see them um and the only person who did see them was someone that i haven't spoken to since i left school um okay i found them okay so late okay you need some context for this because we do get into um diary of a wimpy kid lore uh so roderick is in a band called loaded diaper and i think they spell it wrong because they're edgy and they don't care about grammar ladies am i the only one who <sighs> ladies am i the only one who would eat excrement i'm paraphrasing out of a diaper for roger keffley 
Roderick rules, and then in capitals, this pussy. <laughs> and then beneath that, in brackets, dad, ignore this. Because my dad follows me on Twitter, even though I say outrageous things 24-7. And then, in case that wasn't enough to really illustrate my point, I just to hammer it home, right beneath that, <clears throat> replying to my own tweet, of course, I want Roderick to smash my head against a concrete slab <laughs> for God's sake and then mount my taxidermied corpse above his mantelpiece so just to get that again I want Roderick to smash my head against a concrete slab and then mount my taxidermied corpse above his mantelpiece I like what do you do with that you know but anyway when you're like a one full litre of pink gin down that is hilarious and it's I still find it funny because it's really upsetting it's deeply disturbed and very very gross and graphic and horrible like it's not like nothing about it is sexual it's just violent and I think that's why it makes me laugh so much but anyway so my friends and I watch the movie Megan has a sleep we have a sleepover and then we go into town the next day we go into town the next day after the sleepover we grab a bite in this cafe in Cork and I recognize one of the girls working there one of the waitresses um on my way to the bathroom and I don't say anything because she's very far away but I come back to my table and she's taking our order and I'm like oh my god Emer, like how are you getting on actually should I leave her name out of it I mean I don't see why anyway like Emer, how are you getting on and she's like oh my god Saoirse your tweets about Roger Caffley I saw them and they made me laugh so much and I was looking at her like I haven't talked to you since like 2018 maybe 2017 and I don't even know what course you're doing in college and you know that last night I tweeted Roger Keffley mount my taxidermy corpse above a mantle. <laughs> oh, so that is story number two. Just like if you can imagine my face, like if you can imagine what it was like, even for Megan to be there, because she witnessed me typing that and sending it and having a laugh, forgetting about it immediately, waking up the next morning feeling super weird about it and kind of regretful. Only for someone like the first person I saw outside of my house to be like, hey. I saw the I saw the Roderick thirst tweets. Um How's our college? Like what are you going to do with that? What do, where do you go from there? Where do you, once once you know that that's someone you haven't seen in a very long time <laughs> is very aware of your insane Your insane thirst tweets about a character in a children's movie that you watched drunk the night before. Where do you go conversation-wise? Because small talk out the window. We've gone straight into deep cut. What's up? I hope Roger Keffley smashes your head against a concrete slab like you asked. I mean, what are you going to do? Anyway, so that's story number two. Um, Story number three... Okay. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. 
Welcome to a segment called something that made me laugh during the week. In this segment I'm going to discuss something that made me laugh during the week. So this week um, I had a lecture with a... um, uh, This week I had a photography lecture and... Oh, just cracked my back. Okay. Okay, I'm going to fill you guys in on a little kind of peek behind the curtain situation. Um, Midway through the third story in Two Truths and One Lie, my SD card filled up and it stopped recording. You know, fair enough, fair enough. It was a very long bit. It was like 30 minutes um, and I didn't know how long I'd get. So I got 30 minutes and then it cut and I didn't realize so I kept talking. And then I tried to record it again without realizing that I hadn't hit record. So now I've told that story twice. So I'm thinking, I'm going to shake it up. I'm going to tell a different story. And you guys can just try and guess, you know, if it's a truth or a lie. And then also tacked on to the end of the second trial, I did the bit of um, something that I found funny this week that I listened to. And again, I hadn't hit record, so I was just talking. I was just talking in my room, talking into the corner of my room about something that made me laugh this week. Which, I, you know, exciting as it is, it's always better to press play, to press record. Make sure you're doing it. I'm just going to double check now that I'm... I'm definitely recording. Okay, great. So I think I'm going to do different ones because I've just told these stories. Um, so for the third story in Two Truths and One Lie, I think I'm going to talk about... Um, hang on, let me think. Oh yeah, okay. So basically when I was younger, um, I used to break my arm all the time, which is a very weird thing to kind of like... <laughs> to kind of say that I do like habitually but I got I was kind of accident prone and I kept falling over and like breaking my arm I think it happened four times which is a lot like in in the space of like two years or something so it was pretty frequent and it got to the point where like my parents were starting to give out about having to bring me to the emergency room which is very empathetic and like I was starting to feel bad like if you break a bone you feel bad already because everything hurts and you kind of want to cry and you know if you're 11 kind of wanting to cry you know resolves itself because you do just start crying so that wasn't a problem but like you feel bad because you're in pain and like you can't shower properly and like it's really uncomfortable etc and like so on top of that I was also feeling guilty for like having to have like to make my parents drive me to the hospital which like on their account kind of rude kind of rude so anyway I got my cast put on one time in a different hospital to the one that we usually went to (laughs) the usual spot and um the nurse put it on way too tight but I didn't really notice um until I got home and like my fingers had started to kind of I got pins and needles in the tips of my fingers and I kind of ignored it because I was like well you know what are you gonna do the correct answer is make your parents drive you back to the hospital 
get it taken off and then get it put on a different one put on again but you know not too tight this time but I just ignored it and um I was kind of watching tv that night and like my fingers had swollen to the size of like sausages and they were blue and I was like okay this is obviously not great but I figured out if I just kind of raised my arm then all the blood would drain itself and like it would it wouldn't hurt as much (laughs) and I didn't want to tell anyone anything because like I felt so bad about like consistently breaking my arm and making people drive me to the hospital (laughs) and it's not even that far my parents are just so dramatic anyway I think dad got home from work and he was like Saoirse what the fuck has happened to your fingers and I was like yeah I don't know like they went numb like maybe 20 minutes ago (laughs) and I've had pins and needles in my arms since leaving the hospital and he was like wow okay so what we're gonna have to do now is we're gonna have to bring you back immediately so that your fingers don't like fall off um so yeah I had to get my cast changed and I don't think it was the first time I had to get a cast changed because I think I fell in the bath once and it was just like you can't get a cast wet and it was just the grossest thing ever this like sopping my cast but anyway that is the third story um it's not as exciting the one that I <laughs> one that I did twice already was kind of maybe a bit more glamorous but anyway I'll save that for another week another episode I'm not I'm not saying that it'll be out next week because I'm not getting myself nailed out to a schedule I still don't know what this is called so story one Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus are the same person story two Roger Cruz mm, Roger Cruz straight up that is the second story and story three I didn't want to tell anyone that my fingers were turning blue in my cast because I felt bad about making them drive me back to the hospital and then like what something that made me laugh this week anyway anyway that's where we were something that made me laugh this week I was in um a photography lecture and we were going through these different like photographs obviously and the lecturer was like explaining to us who these people were like what the photograph was kind of like a quote about and I don't know why I said quote about like anyway anyway whatever um so we were looking at one and it was like two kind of stalks two green stalks against like a a red backdrop and then the next one was like a flower and like another kind of stem wrapped around the flower and ending in a bulb so you know pretty bog standard like nature imagery and then our photography lecturer was like okay so this is this is by Robert Maplethorpe who is an American photographer and like for anyone who's not intimately familiar with this random American photographer like back in like the 80s I think he was kind of like making a lot of um he was very popular and he made like a lot of kind of like sexual imagery about like it was kind of like like homoeroticism and like sexualizing men and stuff and so all of his stuff was very um controversial at the time I think and then he I think he he contracted HIV and then he died from AIDS later in his life but like towards the end of his life he was like too sick to see people but he still wanted to take photos and like our lecturer's telling us like he's like so he wanted to do the same thing he wanted to keep like 
making art about like his sexual identity um his sexual orientation even without like using people so he didn't want people around in the studio because he was so sick so he just used nature instead so uh, he's like so basically this is two two penises is what this picture is of and I'm looking at it and it's two stalks like it's two stalks and I'm like what I was like I think that's a reach (laughs) and he's like no it's not like that's what this is about and I'm like I don't know I'm like I don't see it I don't see it and like as a principal I kind of disagree with like having to have layers and layers of context to understand a photo or a piece of art I think it's kind of like alienating I think it excludes people who aren't like super into art and very knowledgeable on one particular person so I was like I don't know I don't think that's fair I think this could be about anything it could be about like how he was like waiting for death and thinking about like flowers on a grave or something you know what I mean so I was like I don't see it and then one girl like just chimed in she unmuted her mic on teams and she just like chimed in one sentence and I laughed so much she was just like I see it and then she just like went back on mute and I just cried laughing I was like this is so funny this is absolutely hilarious and Kieran just kept he just went into detail about why exactly he thought it was male genitalia he was like look at the veins and like look at (laughs) I actually can't even talk about he's like you know look at all of this and like the structure and all this and I was like this is too much like this is so funny anyway anyway moving on to that was something that made me laugh this week and I laughed like I laughed a lot something that made me laugh this week that's the end of that segment um and now a little piece I like to call I am crazier than you okay take it away Basically, I wanted to look at conspiracy theories and counter them with a bigger, more outrageous conspiracy theory. And we're going to start this week. I I think this is going to be weekly. I don't know. I don't even know what it's called. I'm not going to I'm not going to nail down a schedule yet. Okay, we'll just act like it's going to be weekly because that seems to be like the done thing. Um. So this in this episode we're going to talk about how the moon landing was a hoax but it wasn't the moon landing was a hoax is a conspiracy theory that some people some people genuinely believe that um the u.s faked the moon landing and that they just did it all in like a studio in hollywood i think the red hot chili peppers said um Hollywood basement so basically it was like Russia versus the US in this space race I'm sure you're all familiar it doesn't matter you don't need to know anything about history to know that um the moon landing the idea that the moon landing was a hoax is crazy because really the real conspiracy is that the moon isn't real the moon isn't real there couldn't have been a moon landing because there is no moon um we (laughs) we are okay right now we're on earth i think we can all agree what the shape of earth whether it's flat a sphere um a worm shape which is my favorite theory that i came up i don't think it's a theory i think there's a donut theory that there's like a 
a, a hole in them anyway um so those are all fine whatever we're on earth if we look up into the night sky and you see the moon it's a perfect circle shape this white circle shape in this flat black plane that we call the sky that is the tinfoil circle that has to be punctured by a straw in order to get any juice out of a carton box any juice out of a juice carton i don't know why i said carton like that i got excited any juice any juice box any juice box drinkers out there any juice box holders anyone who's ever had a childhood or had children or both <laughs> oh my god this is so stupid anyone who's ever held a juice box and or even a capri sun it doesn't have to be a box it can be a pouch any kind of juice <laughs> if you had if you had if you've had juice if you've had juice or looked at juice or been near juice you know you know what i'm talking about and you have to puncture the tin foil with your straw um and to the juice what they see when they when when the juice looks up <laughs> when the juice juice so many times when the juice looks up up into the the ceiling the sky of the curtain and it sees it it sees through the straw it sees this this white circle of light pouring in as a child just <laughs> sucks all the juice out of the box this is so so silly but i need everyone to know that the reason why we've been sold this conspiracy theory that the moon landing is a hoax is because the moon landing never happened because the moon isn't real and the government doesn't want us to know that the moon isn't real and if you look up into the sky and you think you see the moon you're really just looking out at the straw I think I've said enough um, to explain away like like lunar events like I think tide, tidal waves are meant to be caused by the moon's gravitational pull on the earth if we look at that what is that really caused by I'll tell you what it's caused by it's I'm coming up with this on the fly it's um the suction the vacuum created by a child a huge a huge child just sucking the juice up the straw <laughs> you know when you're when you're like when you're kind of trying to keep the when you're smaller or i don't know what age you are when you decide that this is fun to do but like you kind of try and move um liquid up a straw and you keep it there by holding your hand, your finger over the straw and you can lift it out of the drink and it won't fall out. That's kind of what happens when, that's what the tide is. It's like, it's this big child starting to just suck the juice out and then holding it there and then letting go. And that's what causes tidal movements. Um, I think that's like the only like real phenomena that is brought about by the moon like I know we've got like cultural ideas of a kind of lunatics or whatever but I don't think that was ever supported by science I don't think it was 
I might be wrong. Uh, no, I'm never wrong. I'm telling you that the moon isn't real. That the conspiracy that the moon landing was a hoax was planted by the government, who in turn then had to fake the moon landing. But I don't think that... <laughs> they had to fake the moon landing. But the bigger picture here, look at the bigger picture. The moon isn't real. Wake up. Wake up. The moon isn't real. We're in a juice carton. A cosmic juice carton. And we're just being... I don't want to say gently sucked by a child. <laughs> I resign. I resign as podcaster. I've been doing this for maybe five minutes and I resign. Okay. So that was a portion of the a portion of the show that I like to call outweirding the weirdos because I'm the ultimate weirdo. And I can I can be crazier than you. Whoever you are, whatever stuff you believe. I can be crazier than you. I probably am. Um, oh yes, and now we're moving on to recipes. What's your shmagari? Um, this recipe is for something I have I've kind of patented. I use that term loosely, not legally. Anyway, I've patented jam tortillas. And this is where Honestly, the whole recipe is in the title, all the ingredients, and also the instructions. <laughs> so you're going to jam a tortilla. You're going <laughs> to... You're going to um, just spread some jam onto a soft wrap, preferably white, uncooked tortilla. You can use a whole grain one if you want, but like, you know what I mean? Why? Why bother? You're here anyway. If you only have whole grain tortillas, I understand, but like if you're choosing in the shop and the reason you're buying tortillas is to make this, firstly, <laughs> firstly, go home. Secondly, choose white tortillas because they're just like worse for you. So you're going to just put some jam on there, whatever kind of jam you usually gravitate towards. I choose um, raspberry jam because I don't like the lumps of strawberry and strawberry jam. And I don't like the lumps of blackberry and blackberry jam, but I do like the flavour of blackberry jam the most. And here's a fun little fact that I haven't thought of in a long time. I used to go to this girl's house after primary school, occasionally, like we were friends and we'd hang out. And if I went to her house, her mum would like make me something to eat. Um, I think that's kind of standard practice is like you feed your children when they get home from school. Um, and this poor woman, like... They would all have dinner as soon as they got home at like four or half three or whatever. And whereas we didn't eat dinner until about six or half six. So I usually just got a snack when I got home from school and then like muscle through until six. Um, So I would ask Helen to make me like a snack instead of having like a full plate of dinner because I'd be having dinner when I got home. And she'd be like, OK, yeah, I can make you like what, what would you like? And I'd kind of be like, oh, my God, what do regular people eat because I'd usually just have a bowl of cereal oh my god like <laughs> nutritional queen <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway um so I'd ask for a sandwich and she'd put like she she had this beautiful white bread loaf a sliced white pan and it's just so bad for you but it tastes amazing and it just gets stuck to the roof of your mouth in a way that nothing else really does it's just gorgeous 
and it tastes like sugar and um, she would just spread it on blackberry jam which I love and then I told her I don't like the lumps in blackberry jam so she would like get a spoon and try and pick out the oh my god like Helen oh my god what a queen Helen would just pick out the lumps of blackberry in the jam so that it was just like just the kind of pureed part and she would give that to me and I'd be like wow I can't believe you did that (laughs) I can't believe I can't believe you did that you're a queen anyway gone off track blackberry jam on white sliced pan if you can get it this is kind of the methadone the jam tortilla is really the methadone to the blackberry jam on white bread which is the heroin okay so that's the recipe I like to fold it up I put I put I spread the jam in like half of it half the tortilla that I don't heat up in the oven or the microwave and then I fold it in half over on itself and then I fold it again so you've got a nice little kind of quadrant of um jam tortilla (laughs) so many people have given out to me about eating this um but I say live your life and if you don't care about making food and you want something in that takes less than a minute to prepare and you're a little food gremlin then make a jam tortilla and live your life okay kind of said my piece there I want to do a bit where I like read out poetry from when I was like really just full of rage and depression not depression but I was definitely very sad at the age of like 13 but I was reading over them and really like they're still too fresh they're too fresh in my mind like I meant all of what I said even though it was all made up okay just to clarify I used to write poetry from a point of view that I'd never experienced so like I wrote poems about being bullied even though I've never been bullied um I wrote poems about love even though arguably never been in love certainly hadn't at the age of 13 um and like I don't know why I did that I just imagined what it would feel like to be bullied and then I wrote a poem about how it felt to be be bullied which is not great um and that like that got published in a book of poetry and a guy read it and who was like a friend of my dad's and he was like that is so real you know that's so like how it feels to be bullied I remember just thinking like I pulled that out of my ass pulled that out of my ass I'm glad it spoke to you but it's all lies it's all lies none of that is real none of that is anything I've ever experienced um and yeah what am I trying to say I'm trying to say write about what you don't know and then act like you know what you're writing about and then when people who've experienced what you're writing about tell you that it's good then make sure to throw it back in their face that you are pulling it out of your ass. Okay, um, that might be the podcast. Oh, I want to try and like, I want to try and record some like Miley Cyrus sound bites. But I'll do them all in a row, and I haven't prepared any of these, and I don't want them to sound like Miley Cyrus's songs, and I don't want to sound, I want to, I don't want them to sound like any, any songs at all. Because I don't want anyone to see me. So here we go. What what ooh, 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 ooh. That was the first one. Hopefully we'll get better. Ooh, 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 ooh.
That was the second one. Oh, yeah. That was the third one. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. oh. I'm not sure where I'm going with these. I'm really not sure what that was either. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep talking. <laughs> okay. It might be time to like throw in the towel here. I think I've been talking for a very long time. Guys, if you have any other conspiracy theories, like please, please send them to me. Like I don't have an email address for this or anything. But like if you're listening to this then I've sent it to you and we know each other very well. So just text me conspiracy theories. Also, I don't know what to call this podcast. Like I think I think I keep coming back to human disaster. That could easily be something already. And also I don't like it because I don't feel like a disaster. Oh, I don't feel like a disaster. I don't feel like a human disaster. I feel like um I just feel like a you know kind of cool girl like just kind of kooky and like adorable oh my god sorry I can't I can't even say that without like wanting to vomit I just um I'm just figuring it out um like I know a few human disasters and I can you know send them your way but I don't feel like I am one like Amy Schumer has a movie called Trainwreck that, like, the premise of that movie is that she is a train wreck, like a human disaster. Like, her life is a train wreck. Because she is a train wreck. Why are we making movies about women just being, like, all over the place until they meet a guy? It's such an odd trope. I think we do the same with men, but, like, who cares? <laughs> I just, I just. <laughs> Not really. Okay. Oh, I just scratched my back. Okay, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna listen to this again. And I'm going to want to sob because of how bad it is. And then I'm gonna put it online anyway. And people who are very nice to me, who consistently lie to my face about my talent, are gonna tell me that it's really funny. And then I'm gonna believe them. And then I'll make another one. And then repeat cycle. I got very cynical. I don't know why I said any of that. Hmm. Okay. Okay, bye! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Oh my god, I'm gonna try not to, like... Okay. <laughs> this is going very well. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to my... Uh, I'm gonna call it a podcast. I think that's being generous. Um, it's me, it's me talking to a microphone, which is arguably, arguably the format for most podcasts, but I have nothing to say, and I think that that is a key difference. I have nothing to say, um, I haven't had, like, I don't know, I haven't had many things happen to me that I can talk about. (laughs) Oh my god, this is a disaster. <laughs> I'm going to put all of these at the end, I think, actually. I'm going to put all of these at the end. I think that would be funny. <laughs>